the ability to bear fruit is a sign that you are doing ministry. Now, ministry is your specific assignment, the mandate from heaven on your life in this season. What is that ministry that God wants you to continue to walk as he's called you as a vessel? We are the body. We have the gathering, right, of the saints. That's what church is. It's the gathering of the saints. But there's individual ministries that we have that God births through us. That is that assignment. What is that assignment that God has on your life? When you fulfill that assignment, it bears fruits. I'm going to read an excerpt in John 15 in the scriptures on how when we bear fruit, it actually glorifies the Father. That if we can abide in Him, then His Word will abide in us. This is the power of God and what He does. Remember, the Word of God is a seed, and we want to be able to bear fruit. We want it to be, in Genesis, it says, fruitful and multiply. It starts off with faith, our faith in Christ, then seeking him daily, seek ye first the kingdom of God, right? Putting God first and making sure that everything we do, whether in word or in deed, it glorifies the Lord, everything. And eventually we start to get renewed in the mind. We start to go through this restoration, this healing process, the, the process that God wants us to go through to be renewed so that we can go out there and bear much fruit. But in order for that to happen, the true vine, which is Jesus, and, and us as the branches, we need to be attached to him all throughout the way. If we are able to abide in him, we are his disciples indeed. We're going to share this. I'm going to share John 15. I want to be able to show you guys what the word of God says and how we as vessels continue to glorify him it will bear fruit as we glorify God. I'm going to read all of John 15, verse 1. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I spoke in you. Abide in me, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. If you abide in me, says Jesus, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. By this, my father is glorified that you bear much fruit. So you will be my disciples. As the Father be glorified, we will bear much fruit. Today, we're going to talk about it. How to plant fruitful seeds. Three ways on how to plant fruitful seeds so we know that our labor is not in vain and that we're not just waiting on God. He might be waiting on us. How can we make sure the seeds that we're planting become fruitful? Number one, repentance. True repentance, the very first thing as Jesus was launching his ministry, he called on to repentance of people. He was preaching the word, but he was also sharing the power of repentance. When I think about repentance, I think about Second Chronicles 7.14. If my people who call me by my name would just pray, humble themselves, seek my face, turn away from their wicked ways, then I will hear them and heal all their land. When I think about repentance, it's the ability of what? Changing your mind. It's a change of mind saying, I need to renew this. I need to turn away from my wicked ways, things that don't please God, and I got to turn my heart to God. 
Okay, Matthew chapter 3, verse 7, it says this, But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, this is John the Baptist, this is what he said, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come, therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance. And do not think to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father, for I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. He says you got to bear fruit that is worthy of repentance. If we want to be fruitful for the kingdom of God, it takes a true heart surrendered, a true vessel instrument surrendered. God is not looking for influencers in these last days. He's looking for instruments. Make sure you're bearing fruit with what you're doing that is worthy of repentance. Number two, if you want to be able to plant fruitful seeds, wisdom. Wisdom that is just not any type of wisdom. Wisdom that comes from above. Every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of lights. It's one to gain understanding, and it's another to actually apply understanding. That's what wisdom is. God wants us to really walk in wisdom. He says, in the book of Proverbs, you walk with fools, you're going to become a fool. But you walk with the wise, and you will become wise. The wisdom that is far more precious than rubies and gold and silver, this is the things that we seek. And when we find them, when we find wisdom, I mean, you read the whole book of Proverbs. When you find wisdom, you're going to find life. It is great to have wisdom because this world is going to try to get you to do things that are of this world conform to its culture, doctrine, opinions, way of living. I'm set apart. I'm not called to just walk in a normal average life. That's not bad, okay? And whatever we think normal average, I'm kingdom. I'm walking in kingdom. There's a greater purpose than what this world has to offer. There's a greater, okay, greater plan, greater vision, greater dream. And that's knowing that his thoughts are higher than my thoughts. His ways, my ways. What the Holy Spirit does, it allows ordinary people to walk in an extraordinary calling. Ephesians 5.15 to 21, it says this, See then you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. This is a great just a great formula, right? The word of God of what we got to do. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. I'm just going to really highlight Ephesians 5.15. See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, okay? When you're walking circumspectly, all it means is to walk cautiously, right? Walk cautiously. Don't just go without care. Have carefulness in all that you do. Walk cautiously, not as fools, but as wise. You want to be able to plant some fruitful seeds? You can have all the faith in Christ, but if there's no wisdom in that process on how to plant, will it really bear fruit? That's always the question. We need to continue to gain wisdom. Don't be like what Jesus says. You know, he, he called them out in Matthew 7. He says, don't be like the foolish man that hears these sayings and doesn't do them, that builds their house on a sand. Be like the wise person that hears these sayings, does them, builds their house on a rock. 
Proverbs 24.3, it says, Through wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Through wisdom, a house is built, y'all. Allow wisdom to build the foundation, which starts with Jesus Christ. Last way to be fruitful in what you plant and how you plant seeds, it's planning ahead. We've probably heard this, that if you don't plan your day, then your day will plan you. If you don't run your day, your day will run you. This is where we got to really operate in the spirit. We got to rule our spirit. We got to submit to God's plan because our flesh can be creeping up. The laziness, thoughts can come in. And all there's a lot of thoughts that come in and out of our mind. So we got to have a mind like Christ. We must be able to plan ahead. We have to have a strategic plan. Strategies is what allows us to go to war against the devil. When we have a strategy to fight back, when we have a strategy to be able to operate how God wants us to operate and move that day, it allows us to not just go and walk, you know, circumspectly as fools, but as people that are wise. Planning is huge. We hear a lot about planning. People got planners. There's so many ways to be able to hold ourselves accountable, but also to be able to plan the day. Now, not our whole day might not be how we want it and how we planned it. Sometimes the God and, and the Lord, God, he shifts it. The Lord will shift it. He'll He'll do what he has to do to protect us. Sometimes we think what re rejection is. It's like, Lord, I thought I put that. That redirect rejection becomes redirection into the right path that we need to go. So, uh, Proverbs 19.21, it says, There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand. Proverbs 16, 3 and 4, commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. The Lord has made all for himself, yes, even the wicked for the day of doom. There's so much power in being able to plan it and be ahead and just know, like videos being planned, right? Podcasts being planned, uh, things that we got to put on our calendar for the next week. I got to set time for the Lord. I got to give him parts of my day and actually this everything just belongs to the Lord, but there's times where you got to plan to be able to just be praying and seeking the Lord, right? You can't just be doing it all day, all night. That'd be great. We'd want to. That's what heaven's going to be like. But there's seasons to where, hey, you work a full-time job. You have a family. You're raising them up. You might be running different businesses, whatever that is. God needs us to be able to plan so we can be fruitful and multiply so that we don't just live life. We live life abundantly and that abundance comes in so many different ways above all spiritually we have to have our spiritual walk with the lord we got to be right with god we got to be planted and i promise you you will bear so much fruit god bless you simply uncaged i did want to share one last thing in psalm 1 it says blessed is those that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stand in the path of the sinners or sit in the seat of the scornful but their delight is in the law of the lord who meditates on his law his word day and night they shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water who bears fruit in due season, whose leaves shall never wither, and whatever they do shall prosper. Go back, read Psalm 1. These are the three ways of how to be able to plant fruitful seeds. Number one is repentance. Number two is wisdom. And last thing, number three is planning, proper planning according to the Lord. If you guys enjoy this stuff, God bless you. We just actually launched not too long ago a 21-day accountability uh, 
And it's, it's, it's amazing to hold yourself accountable so you can really live in your purpose and really be fruitful. This is for anyone and everyone. Tap into the description. Check that out. See if it's something for you or maybe you want to gift it to somebody. So go ahead, tap in, check it out. We love y'all. God bless you. I pray that you become fruitful and you stay fruitful in all that you do and all the seeds that you're planting in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you. Take care. Bye-bye.